To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Inder Brady is our UK correspondent. Hi, Inder. Hey, Heather. Great to speak to you. How many times has Camilla had COVID now? So it's twice in a year and um, she's tested positive again. We had a statement, very short statement from the palace yesterday saying that Camilla was suffering what they called a seasonal illness and everyone thought it was just a, a cold or a flu. They initially cancelled just one day's appointment and then they came back within a matter of hours saying that she'd now tested positive for COVID and that all of Camilla's appointments for the week would be wiped off the diary. So she was meant to be in Birmingham, then she was going up to Telford, uh, which is, again, a town in, in the Midlands area. All of that has had to be postponed, and a statement from the palace just saying that Camilla's in good spirits, and she's very sorry to all the people who would have been expecting to meet her this week in the Midlands. It will happen again, um, but a COVID diagnosis twice in a year now for Camilla. Are English councils pushing it with how much they're raising the council tax? Yeah, I, I think they are. You know what, this is really annoying me now because on top of mortgage rates have gone up for 10 months in a row. At the service stations, we're paying still record prices for petrol and diesel. Um, energy bills heating your house. You're looking at certainly our house is hitting $1,200 a month. And to cap it all, front page of the papers today, we're told that local councils are going to come out with tax rises of up to 5%. Now, council tax is a lot of money. I mean, I think we pay something here in Oxfordshire in the region of $700 a month. It's getting Mm. very, very expensive to live in this country now. And, yeah, the latest is that most council taxes are going for the maximum rise, which is 5%. And they will tell you that, look, they're being squeezed. They've got to pay all their staff and cost of living and inflation and what have you. And this is to be expected. But um, we're not far off breaking point here, I reckon. Yeah, I can understand that. Now, um, I suppose some good news is that the Irish are obviously going to win the Rugby World Cup. Well, do you know what? Everyone's getting carried away, Heather, and um, my phone is buzzing. We beat France at the weekend, and yes, it was wonderful to watch, and, and they're a very good team, and we took them apart. But I'm just, Irish people just get carried away, and even people who don't like rugby are jumping on the bandwagon now saying we're going to win a World Cup this year. Two things. Last time we went to a World Cup, we got beaten by Japan, and we've never won a quarter final. Never mind a semi-final or even getting into it. I'm offended. I'm offended that you guys win. You win against the All Blacks multiple times, and you don't get excited. You <laughs> win against France, and you think you're going to win the Rugby World Cup. Like, I mean, where's your? What is? How are you? This is not in perspective. Well, well, look, it's a trajectory. You know, the, the the plan is. You know, it was amazing winning the. T- I think winning the Test series that was in a century of rugby in Ireland. Uh, that that was a flagship moment. So we then use that as the launching pad to win the Six Nations. Hopefully that will happen now. You know, the French have been taken out of the equation. We've won in Wales. Scotland are looking good. We'll have no problem beating the English. That'll be quite fun. We will hammer the Italians. I think Ireland will will do a grand slam this year, win the Six Nations. But my only concern is that fever pitch will be reached by the middle of April. And it's a long way to go until that World Cup. Are you okay if they sell Man U to the Qataris? Oh, look, as a Liverpool fan, um, I'm, quite, I, I'm quite concerned, actually, because look at the money they can put in. I've just under, My understanding of the rules is that they already own Paris Saint-Germain in yeah, the that's French right. League. 
So UEFA are going to have to come out and actually change the rules so that the Emir of Qatar can have yet another plaything. I mean, it's extraordinary. Um, A bid coming in by the end of the week, close to $10 billion we're hearing, and the Glazers in America will laugh laugh all the way back to the bank. And good riddance to them, Man United fans will say, because they've done very little for that club. Yeah, too right. Hey, Ender, thank you. Always good to talk to you, and best of luck with the Rugby World Cup. Between now and then, we'll crush your spirit. Ender Brady, the UK correspondent. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.